I prefer a smaller community, right? It just cuts out some of the noise and it cuts out the potential for people coming in that may not be as strong-minded and let distractions and other people into their heads. Just leave, honestly, just get out. A friend told me that, I met her online, she told me that she was going through a similar situation and she scaled back her time with the people. She even moved to a whole nother state, but realized at the end of the day, you know, she got rid of those problems, but the problem was within. She said, no matter where you go in life, there you go. Welcome to the Psych Expansion Podcast, the podcast where we discuss the connection between past, present, and future generations. I am your host, Gabriel Elijah. How are y'all doing today? How's your family doing? You called and checked up on them lately? How's your fitness journey? How's your personal development journey going? What's up? What's good with y'all, man? I know y'all probably been hearing about all this crazy stuff that's been going on in the world today, right? Like political feud with the debt selling, economic confusion, artificial intelligence, family and friend relationship, work life, mental health, stability, growth. We got, the list just goes on and on. With all that, I know it could be real stressful. Now, depending on what kind of grit you got, like your tolerance for some of this stuff may just be low. Like you don't even want to deal with some of this stuff. So today we're going to talk about community, the importance of being surrounded by a healthy community, good people that's advancing in their lives and trying to get better because it's great to have people in your circle who study some of the things that you may not have time to study. So you don't have to go back and do all the deep dive and they can compress it all together for you and give you the general idea of what's going on and what steps you need to take. Community is huge. Not only for that reason, you know, they shape some of our beliefs. The people that we're around, we may take on some of the things that they're doing or some of the habits that they have that may not even been our habits in the first place, right? We just, we're just there and it just, it just becomes a part of our lives just by being around those people. But with that being said, dealing with all this stuff by yourself, it makes you neglect certain areas, right? Like you don't have, again, you don't have the time to dive deep into these, these topics. You're stressed. You don't, you already been to work for 10 hours a day, eight hours a day, but you had to wake up early in the morning. Maybe something your kid didn't want to get up and you had to put up with their attitude or whatever. You've just been stressed out most of the day, right? No time to really think about things for yourself. And plus, you got to prioritize things, right? You have to prioritize your fitness. You got to prioritize your personal development. You got to prioritize being present within your family life. So it's like some of these other things just get pushed away. That's where community comes in, right? You have, again, you have a group of people. It doesn't even have to be a large amount of people. Some people have a connotation on community as being all these people that come together or whatever to, to I don't know, just share their thoughts and opinions on things. But 
a community can be small. Me, preferably me, I prefer a smaller community, right? It just cuts out some of the noise and it cuts out the potential for people coming in that may not be as strong-minded and let distractions and other people into their heads and alter their opinions more often. I'm more, I'm real picky with people that I let into my life and consider them friends and a part of my community. Community has, of course, we all know the physical space, right? Where you may consider your parents and friends or coworkers part of a community, which I have people that I used to work with. I consider them a part of my community. One person specifically. But you also have a digital community, which is growing because the internet has been a thing and it's only getting more larger. Like your community could be based on, let's just say you play video games and you're with those people a lot more than you're with your family. If you're a heavy gamer, you're probably with the people in the digital space on video games more than you are with people that's in your family. They probably know more about you and how you feel about life at the current moment better than someone who birthed you or raised you. So with that being said, you need to make sure these people that you're with most of the time are aligned with your values and morals in life. Being part of a community also brings comfort and develops us in certain ways, right? A sense of belonging. Uh, you have people where you can ask and seek advice, assistance, emotional support. Life does, we have cycles. Winter, falls, spring, summer. We have cycles. Uh, did I say that in the wrong order? I might have said that in the wrong order. What did I say? Winter, fall, spring, summer. But you get the point though, right? We have different seasons that come in cycles. It's the same with life, right? And with our emotions. There's times in life where we're going to be sad, disappointed, happy, just living in abundance. It's cycles. It's all cycles. And our emotions sometimes can go to the darkness, right? That's another reason community is important. A strong, healthy community, just because they're there to remind you, uplift you when you're down, right? If you are around a bunch of, I like to say, my 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 way of characterizing the people are small-minded people or that can't really see past what they see vis like in in, in reality like the real life people that can't see their reality being what they could imagine in a sense if you're around those people who can't make their imagination or accept that their imagination can become reality then you know, that's where community comes in, right? Those people who are advanced in that area and they can help you get out of that darkness where you're at, right, at that moment. It also reduces the feeling of isolation, right? Where you feel alone in those times or surrounded by people who may not align with your values and morals. It, 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 communities help us to be optimistic about life and it, it also brings opportunity. Also, we learn from the mistakes that predates our encounterings, right? So let's just say, for example, I'm in a group of community. I say I'm in a group of community. I am in a community with people that are older than me, right? So they've spent more time on earth and they pretty much went through some of the trials and errors 
of entrepreneurship. So their wisdom on these, on this field, on this area of life, more than likely is probably past mine, right? Because they've been dealing with it for a longer amount of time. So being part of something, I can learn from their mistakes. It's just shorten the, shortening the learning gap, I should say. I don't have to make the same mistake that they made because luckily, or not even luckily, fortunately, I made a good decision to be a part of something. So where people reflect on their lives and want to teach others how to level up without going through these setbacks. Communities are great. Communities are just a great thing, man. Over here, we have the Psych Not Tribe. Psych Not. P-S-Y-C-H-N-A-U-T. Psych Not Tribe. And I named it Tribe. I was going to say group or community or there was another one. But I went with Tribe just because, like I said earlier, I like confinement. I like small groups of people. I don't like a whole bunch of different energies. Because you never know. Because you never know. Because you never know who is easily persuaded. You never know these types of things, right? So it's just, I named the Psych Not Tribe just because the confinement, the name sounded small, small group of people. Which, small is relative, but you get the point. I hope. So, like again, I love being part of a small community, not small mindset. Don't let that go unmentioned if you repeat it. Or if you take that upon yourself and live by that. Small community, but not small mindset. There's a difference. It's a huge difference. Healthy communities give us a chance to grow and collaborate with other genius and creative minds. I was once working at a place and I met a guy. I'm going to just tell you how being a part and collaborating with others can help you advance before I get into a story. So I was once working at a place and worked with this guy for four months before we said a word to each other. And I think it's because we're so much like each other in a way that we just didn't get around to speaking to each other until a mutual third party introduced us to each other. And I was like, yo, how haven't I, how haven't we had a conversation before now? You know, it's been, we've been working together for at least five days out of the week for four months and maybe one or two words within every two weeks to each other. He has, I don't want to say pushed because that sounds forced, right? But he has, challenged me in a way of being curious himself, which advanced my learnings, right? I had a topic, which is AI, that I'm very intrigued by. And he has a very spiritual mindset and has a lot of opinions on what it means to be human and present and spirituality. Like he, He's very smart to, to me. It may be to others as well. Again, that's relative too. But I say all that to say he challenges me in a way. His, his curiosity advances my knowledge. 
because he asked me questions and I would have to think. I would have to explore that that thought that he that thought that he brought to my attention. But I won't go too much more in detail about it. But I just want to say that just meeting people, be, speaking to people, and like getting getting to know people for their deeper selves. You know, not saying like you got to be all in their business, but the things that they're interested in and whatnot. You never know how you may be helping someone. Because he's definitely helped me a whole bunch. Like, ever since that one day that we spoke through the third party, yo, we've been rocking out ever since. That's my guy. Again, my community isn't a grip, big group of people. They're not even a group of people who know each other, right? I don't even, yeah, I don't think anyone knows each other. It's only about four individuals that are absent from the thought of one another's existence. Like, nobody even none of them know each other don't even know they exist not to my knowledge anyways i'm pretty sure they don't know each other but you just gotta appreciate you got you have to appreciate your community you have to appreciate your community some of y'all despise and be jealous flood your logic with ego and pride that hold you back from your blessings Right. You don't want to fall under leadership. And I understand the language aspect of that falling under leadership. But you just have to look at things differently. You don't want to accept the fact that you and this other person come from the same place. But they may know more than you. Or you don't want to seem like you asking them for something. Why is that, though? Who told you what was wrong? To ask the question, you don't want them to think you're dumb because you don't know something. They don't know everything. They had to ask to know what they wanted, what they know now. That's part of that small-minded, small mindset that I was speaking of earlier. It's okay to ask questions. It's okay to be wrong. It's okay. It's fine. How is you going to get to know something if you don't ask? You got to stop looking at things like, through, through the lens of shame or ego or pride. Once you get to a certain age, you should honestly realize the benefit of asking questions or see how you're stumping your growth by not asking or getting to know something. Like it's, it's a lot of things that I don't understand about adults these days, how you can live in that mindset for so long and never question whether you're the wrong one or not. You feel like they don't know. That's another thing. I just feel like they don't know. That's what people be, that's what people be saying. I know it sounds crazy. I just feel like they don't know. Even though they put the work in, they've been studying, and has proven themselves to be a success. You're just blanketed under that ego, which is crazy crazy you feel me like i just don't understand some people like you, you base you don't want to ask them because of your ego but you say it's because you feel like they don't know whenever they've proven themselves to know is that hating would that be considered hating like you're just hating at that point i think that's hating i feel like that's hating now that i think about it i think, I, I think that's hating 
Because at the end of the day, you even if it comes down to you really feel like they don't know, what does it hurt to ask? How many times has those same feelings led you to be wrong when dealing with good people? You know, those feelings, that good feeling about something wrong, like whenever you're about to do something that you know you shouldn't be doing, I understand that. But if you're dealing with a person, a good person, like that they've always been honest to their word, they put in the work that their success and you just say, I feel like, I don't, I feel like they ain't going to know, or I feel like they don't know, or, or what's up with that? And that falling under leadership. Yeah. Okay. If you don't, if that word leadership doesn't sit well with you, how about this? You bring something to the table and offer your services to them in exchange for what they can do for you. And just look at it as a partnership. No, you should never go. I'm not going to say that. But what I learned is you don't go asking for something in the sense of gimme, gimme. You go with a service that you can provide. How can I help you? And in return, get the services from them. That's just the way I learned. So that's always... Like you bring, you know how they used to say, or they still do say, what do you bring to the table? In any type of a relationship, friendship, girlfriend, boyfriend, mom and dad, whatever. What are you bringing to the table? What is it that you're bringing to the table? Or are you just a leech? Don't tell me you're no leech now. Don't tell me you're no leech now. Come on. Again, just bring something to the table and now you don't have this. Now it doesn't seem like leadership to you, right? Like you're just partners helping one another advance in life. But you should really, I'm not going to tell you what you really should. There's, there's no problem with saying that I guess that this person provided leadership for you. At least I don't feel that way. If you have a different opinion on that, please let me know. Because I would like to know a different perspective why people don't, why that word doesn't sit well with people or why you feel as if, not logically, but you feel as if a person can't help you. Other than them proving themselves wrong or whatever. Like if they prove themselves wrong, of course, I know. That's obvious that they can't help you. But if it's just you falling under ego, that blanket of ego and pride, and I don't get that. I don't get that. Please let me know why people do that. I want to know some perspectives from y'all. Why do people do that? Just change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. Listen, I love that saying. I'm telling you, you got to see it through. You got to see the cup, the glass half full, not half empty. You know what I'm saying? It's half full. It's half empty. Like you saying it's half empty. Come on now. So I lost my job. I told you all that about a few weeks ago. And I was. I don't know if I was really like upset about it because how I thought about it was I told myself and I actually prayed that not necessarily saying God, not necessarily saying, get me out of here, get me out of here, get me out of here is, was more or less me saying, God lead me to something greater and don't let me, uh, or don't let me overlook or miss the blessings that you're providing for me. I'm always looking at things 
for why am I here going through this? What is my purpose of meeting these type of people or this person? Right? When I was at that job, it was a lot of small-minded people. But what I came to realize is I also asked God to help me become more, more fluent in teaching people, helping them get out of that realm of being boxed in, help me articulate myself. I asked God for all these things. What other way to help me than to put me around the people? That was my reason for seeing. It was just I changed my way of looking at that situation. I'm here at this job for this reason. Not that, oh, man, these people, da, da, da. I'm stuck here. These people are holding me back. No. I prayed for something. It may not have been the perfect way, which it was. Like, I can't say that. I cannot say that. I take that back. Because God does all things in perfect, perfection. Yeah. But I just changed the way I looked at it. I didn't see it as a mishap. I seen it as this is what I prayed for. It's not Instagram pretty. You know what I'm saying? But this is it. This is where I can work on it at. Just start, change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. You know what I'm saying? And it'll benefit you in the long run. Through community, I've been blessed to have a person make me aware of a, an opportunity to get a cybersecurity job, right? I lost that job, but I also asked God to help me get out of there. And for a greater path. Who's to say if I would have kept that job, I would have ever got this opportunity. The discussion may never have even come up. Or I may have been in a space where I just declined it. Because I had already had one. And would have felt like I didn't have enough time to complete it. Or get the opportunity done that whatever, get the course done, whatever. It's just that I just say all that to say, man, just start changing. Stop looking at it through a victimizing mindset through, through these victimizing goggles where you're the victim like it's not happening to anybody else because it is you don't have the hardest life it's the hardest for you because you're you live in that life if you were in somebody else's shoes shit, you'll be like damn you know what i'm saying sometimes you got to scale back to the bigger picture and see if you're the problem right if you're the negative person in the community has that isolation that you've been in, that, that I need to be alone, I don't want to deal with nobody, led you to a world of loneliness and overreached assumptions about others and your worldview? Like, isolation can create this e echo chamber, right? To where you're just like, this person acted like this towards me because they were just hating because I had this. And then you'll make something else justify that thought because you don't have anyone challenging or you're not you're not having anyone challenge that thought so you're just making everything make sense to yourself and these assumptions that you're making these quote air quote logic logical thoughts are only they're overreached like you're the only one justifying it with and the justification is coming from your emotional state of mind, right? So just be aware of that, right? Get out and get to get, challenge your beliefs. Invite people who challenge your beliefs. It doesn't have to be an argument. 
that's one thing I really do dislike is people saying we're arguing it. If we're just having a dis discussion, right? I'm challenging you. You're challenging me, right? It's not like I'm, I see argument. I give argument bad connotation, right? It's the only time I've ever heard about argument. Like it's only been in, in bad situations. I just see it more or less a conversation or a debate or not even debate, just having a conversation, sharing, bouncing each other's thoughts off of one another. You know what I'm saying? Even though the tone may, and people's voice may get a little different, doesn't mean you're arguing. Uh, unless they're like yelling at you, you know what I'm saying? I guess that would be arguing, but you get the overall picture of what I'm trying to say, I hope. Yeah, and if you're in a bad community, leave. I know it's easier said than done, but it's not really because all you have to do really is just scale back the time. If you feel like you've been around these people for a very long time and it'll be hard on your mental to just, you just feel like you're doing something wrong, just scale back, right? Scale back some time with them and enter in positive, reinfo reinforce that void time, put, put some positive habits in the place that you scale back, the, uh, in the time that you scale back. Now, I just, I said that kind of wrong. Okay, let me start over. Scale back your time with the people who are leading you to darkness. With the new time that you have, put some positive things in that place, right? And as time goes on, see what makes you happier. And whichever one, you know, makes you happier, go with it. First, you got to really find out what you value in life too, though, because you can value some of the wrong things at the moment. So those temporary people who are in your life, they could make you happy, right? A, a, a teenager values weed. His friend who has the weed makes him happy or her happy. You know what I'm saying? But a person who values family happiness, health, all of that would value personal development. They value things that help them grow, help them put their family in a better position without risking their lives to do it. Yeah, just leave. Honestly, just get out. A friend told me that, I met her online. She told me that she was going through a similar situation and she scaled back her time with the people. She even moved to a whole nother state, but realized at the end of the day, you know, she got rid of those problems, but the problem was within. She said, no matter where you go in life, there you go. And I was like, damn, that's a bar. No matter where you go, you can't escape all that other stuff, which is good, right? It's progression. It's progression. It shows you are willing to make a change for the betterment of your life. I said betterment. I don't even know if that's a good, uh, a real word. But you have moved away from situations that were going to lead you into darkness. That's strong. That's a plausible. Because a lot of people not doing that. Right. But you have to look within. You have to fix what has been manipulated inside of you that got you thinking a certain way. You have to fix that. Because you can move to all 50 states, all the different countries, bury yourself on the ground for 10 days. You're still gonna find you.
And a lot of times it's just decisions that we made, right? We are the problem, but the we became that problem because of the decisions that we made. So just make better decisions. You have free will to either go left or right, good or darkness. It's what are you going to choose? Some people believe in predestined, predestiny. Yeah, I do too, to a certain extent, right? We have free will to choose bad or good. And whichever way we choose, the more times we choose it will determine our destiny, right? So, yeah, make better decisions. Do some self-reflection, some personal development. Jim Ron, Wall Street Trapper, Eric Thomas, Iggy Johnson. Ah, man, it's a lot of people. Yeah, I don't even want to miss nobody. 19 Keys, Troy Rashad, EYL, Ian Dunlap. They give great perspectives on how, well, they give great perspectives and suggest certain decisions that you could make to make your life a better life. And the life of your kids and their kids. So that's important. Just because if you don't, if you don't start making better decisions and you decide to have kids, they're going to end up really, if they don't have some type of grit and want to challenge the beliefs that they grew up with, that you instilled in them, and uh, they're going to be on the same crash course that you may be on. They may be on that same crash course without even knowing it. It may not even be their fault, but... You have a choice to make it better for them. I start making better decisions now. And if you don't, at the end of the day, you're really going to make it harder for yourself, bring more stress upon yourself because they're going to grow up doing bad, maybe. And it's going to cause stress, stress on you. It's going to all frisbee back to you, boomerang back to you. You know what I'm saying? So change yourself to help your kids because... When they're brought into this world, they don't know what's going on. They've been in the womb the whole time. And as they grow up, they only know really what you tell them, right? Because at the end of the day, they got to come back to you. They got to come back to the house. They go to school and learn. But if you disagree with something at school, tell them they're going to have to agree with you because a lot of parents either punish or give kids spankings if they disobey what they tell them. So. We got to get back community, right? Community. Tell you what you can do, though. You can click the subscribe button. Go follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy listening to the podcast, right? We have the Psych Not Tribe. I told you. I, and I have a reason for using Psych Not Tribe because, okay, I'll break it down for you really quick. I don't know if I've ever done this, but I think I have. Psych is dealing with the mind. Not is like astronaut. The exploration. Psych Not explore mind and tribe is gives a feeling of small confinement so a small group of people who like to explore the mind is the general basic way to explain what we do over here right we we explore the mind we explore life we explore the parallels between the human mind and ai and plants and whatever how all these different things have similarities community and before we get to the best part i want to say this an unhealthy amount of ego 
pride and isolation are the trilogy to an internal epidemic. I'll say that one more time. An unhealthy amount of ego, pride, and isolation are the trilogy to an internal epidemic. Words from Gabriel Elijah. All right. AI, the AI segment, right? We trapping or is we trapping? You feel me? Yo, so today we're going to talk about a guy that helped me get into the stock market. AI, the AI segment is for African intelligence. Don't get it confused, okay? African intelligence, AI segment. So today we're going to talk about Wall Street Trapper. Is we trapping or is we trapping? You feel me? Leon Howard, also known as the Wall Street Trapper, is a New Orleans native who has become a renowned, is it renowned or renowned? Okay, renowned wealth building expert. Having grown up on the streets, he knows firsthand the challenges and pitfalls that come with it. During his 10-year prison sentence for involvement in criminal activities, Leon discovered the power of the stock market and was able to change the entire trajectory of his life for better with it. Through his company, From Trap to Wall Street, Leon offers a wide range where he simplifies the prog- sorry, where he simplifies the process of wealth creation and normalizes generational wealth for the black community through investing in the stock market. With a community, with a community over one million trappers, Leon's mission is to educate and empower others to take control of their financial futures. He believes that everyone should have access to the financial education and is, and is dedicated to breaking down the barriers that prevent people from entering the world of investing and building wealth one and building wealth one share at a time. Wall Street Trapper. Listen, I'm telling y'all, Wall Street Trapper helped me in the stock market. I'm not like up, up crazy where I'm just like chilling. But listen, it's getting, it's going to get there. It's there because I've already invested and I'm going to keep investing. I've changed my mind. I've, my connect home is building different bridges to different neurons, which is having me think in certain ways. My, it's there already, right? I've done changed. I've done changed now. You feel me? He helped me get started. Him along with some others. But trap. Is that guy, he explains the stock market in a way that is different from anything you've heard. And with that being said, I want to prove it. I'm going to play this clip, right, of Wall Street Trapper talking about the similarities or between the stock market and real life and changing habit to get in the stock market. I'm going to just stop talking. Check this out. What did it take from you, man? What did it take from you? How do you get back your financial security? How do you get back your financial independence? One share at a time. One investment at a time. Trap it. This is a good brokerage? Yeah, use it. Start. You trying to be perfect in the beginning. That ain't how the game go. That ain't how the game go. Trap, I got $300. I don't care. Start. And for $300, guess what? Put $25 a week in the account. Don't let nobody around you discourage you. That ain't enough money. Yes, it is. Because guess what? The same $10, $20 you're not going to spend, when you go buy that 
Casamigos on ice, when you go buy the Patron and such, all that, that cost $20. Plus the tip. Plus the tip. Then you don't bought it for me, you and your pop. You don't spend $100 right quick. You don't spend $100 right quick. Plus parking. Guess what? That's an Apple stock. The Patron on the rocks. And the shop. That's an Apple stock. When you, by the time you finish buying it for the night, you pay for parking. What are we talking about? This is gonna make you uncomfortable. I asked you, what did it cost you? I asked you that question. I asked you that for a reason. Because you gotta dig in your head and you gotta dig and say, yo, is this really worth it to me? Do I really want this or do it just sound good to me? If it sounds good to you, then that's why you're not doing it. You gotta go in and debunk all the stuff you got in your head of why this ain't working for you. You gotta go dig deeper. It wasn't easy for me to live off 30% of my money and invest 70, but guess what? I saw the bigger picture. Guess what? 2023 is paying off. My OG said something, one of his favorite videos, I set the standard. E.T. taught me that. What's the standard for your life? What's the standard for your kid's life? What's the standard for your nieces and nephews' life? What's the standard for the next generation? You gotta set the standard, fam. Shout to my OG again, because I ain't make that up. I heard that from him. But it makes so much sense to me when I do everything I'm doing. I got to set a standard. So you see my family, you like, oh, bet, that's the standard. So when I see your family, what's the standard? When you're looking at your nieces and nephews, when you're looking at your cousins, when y'all get together for Christmas and Memorial Day, when you at the cookout yesterday, what's the standard? Everybody got high blood pressure. That's the standard. That's the standard. Everybody got inflammation. That's the standard. Everybody from check to check. That's the standard. Everybody waiting on the next problem. That's the standard. Everybody trying to borrow for money. That's the standard. I need some help. I can pray for you. That's the standard. Ain't nobody, somebody around me need some. Yo, how much you need? Bet, bet. We talked about this before. I don't mind bearing that burden. Why? Because I'm the standard. But every time I give you something, guess what? There's a lesson in it. When I help you, there's a lesson in it. Because we ain't going to keep repeating the same lesson. Yeah, sir. That's my guy, Wall Street Trapper, man. Listen, give it up for Trap. Give it up for Trap. Wall Street Trapper, that right there was a clip from... Uh, he goes on YouTube every Tuesday and has... He claimed it's going to be two hours, but he usually goes over to three hours. But he does it live as well. So you have a live chat. People in there if you need to ask questions. And it's called Trapping Tuesdays, Wall Street Papper. Listen, y'all, I'm telling you, great person to gain a real life experience within the stock market, help you get into the stock market. He parallels it so good with, with daily activities or, or common scenarios. Wall Street Trapper, right? Check that out. And I hope you guys all enjoy today's episode of the Psych Exchange Podcast. This has been good to me. Community, I cannot stress that enough. Be a part of it digitally or physically. You feel what I'm saying? I love y'all. Make sure you join us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts. And if you're on Apple or Spotify or any of the other apps, make sure you tune into the visuals on YouTube. We have a whole visual side of this thing where you can just see this live. Not live, but you know what I'm saying. I hope. Listen, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all for keep tapping in. And again, this has been your episode of Psych Expansion Podcast.